What is up, guys? I am back, and with me, I've got some of the same old crew and somebody new. Starting off with the same old crew, she's not old, she's just beautiful. That's Don Smith. Thank you. Thank you. I'm finally getting recognized for that. Thank you. <laughs> and next, strutting down the runway model, you know her, you love her, and Victoria ain't got no more secrets thanks to her, Miss Colin Washburn. Oh, you're so sweet, Stoli. <laughs> and the man's so weird that he names his children dashes and X's and numbers, Miss Serenity Stone. Um, hello? <laughs> <laughs> and to be gentle. <laughs> and to gently ease her into the new show, welcome our new voice and probably the most rational person on the whole entire panel, Miss Melissa. You're going to have to correct me on the last name because I know I'm going to fuck it up. Lichen? Yes, like the werewolf. Oh, I did say it right. Ooh. Melissa Lichen. Hello, everybody. Oh. Yay. Well, Yay. I'm not I'm not going to waste any more time, guys. We are going to jump right into it. I don't have anything in particular to say except for Gonzo with a Viking beard. In other words, the news. Now, now it just feels forced in there so you can name the episode title that. Damn it. Was I caught that easily? Quit trying to force your Gonzo nose in there. That's... There's the title of the episode. <laughs> I knew we'd get it out of them. Yeah, we'd wedge it in there some way. <laughs> and that's as a perfect. He's not sending selfies. We're okay. <laughs> and I think that's an easy enough segue into the news buffet. You know oh, you got to share that image now. <laughs> By the way, we're recording. Welcome to the news buffet. <laughs> See, there is no easy segue into the news buffet, but we managed to uh, just kind of shock each other into it. So welcome to the news buffet. Uh, we're going to roll right into it. We've got a British man who was diagnosed with motor neuron disease in 2003 who broke a Guinness World Record when he took his prototype electric wheelchair to a top speed of 66.826 miles per hour. Yeah, Jason Riversidge, who has only 5% body mobility after being diagnosed with a progressive disease in 2013, said he teamed up three years ago with engineer Graham Sykes, electric vehicle specialist Ian Goodman, and Rod Held. <laughs> <laughs> what did Rod Held? What a name. Rod, that is a foreign <laughs> name if I ever heard one. Rod Held from the uh, British design and engineering firm Held, uh, H-E-A-L-D. Might be healed. I don't know. I, I like Rod Held. Sounds a lot better. It's more fitting. Uh, up with the engineering firm to create an electric wheelchair designed for speed. Uh, Liversidge said, uh, my wife Liz thinks I'm slightly barmy for doing it. Whatever the hell that means. Well, she's slightly barmy. Although my... she's 100% behind me. Although she can't catch me. I'm going 66 in a fucking wheelchair. Why Why is he by me? I mean, if he, if he wraps around a tree or something, it's not like he's in danger of getting, you know, paralyzed. 
Right. Yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? He has 5% body mobility. Like I do, I do apologize to our, to our physically disabled listeners, but I mean, let's be real here. I mean, what, what more could he do to himself? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think <laughs> when, when you only have, when you only have uh, 5% body mobility, you do have to team up with a guy named Rod Hill though. <laughs> it's just mandatory just to be able to take care of certain things it's gonna have to be done yeah like especially if you're only oh got five percent mobility fast, like, like create a very fast wheelchair that's what did you think i was talking look about? when your last name is held and you're ha- and you're hanging out with a with a handicapped person with only five percent mobility just be careful when he turns around and say hey hold on to this for me right right, <laughs> right. I, I just <laughs> yeah rod hell that, that, he's got a brother named dick probably a sister named penis i don't know <laughs> who names their sister but then again with girls names nowadays so penis may be more butt's cousin <laughs> butt's cousin that's did we talk did we talk about adolf hitler last week no, should we? <laughs> I can't. I couldn't remember if we talked about this this uh, <laughs> last week or not, uh, gentlemen. A uh, man named Adolf Hitler has won an election in the southwest African country of Namibia, and he's been kind enough to let everyone know that he has no plans to take over the world. Please, t- <laughs> please tell me he's a black guy. <laughs> yes, a- Adolf Hitler Uanona of Namibia's Southwest Africa Africa People's Organization, uh, a.k.a. SWAPO, the SWAPO <laughs> party, was sworn in as counselor of the Ompunja constituency on Wednesday. Ompunja is located in Namibia's northern Oshana region. Like, who doesn't know that? And during the country's election on November 27th, Uunona won 1,196 votes over opponent Abner. <laughs> Abner. That's a typical African name, Abner. I was expecting Abner like Joseph Stalin. <laughs> of the Patriots for Change Party. Uh, speaking with German newspaper. Whoa, Bill, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, wait. Party for Change? Adolf Hitler won for the Party for Change? The last time Adolf no, Hitler no, wanted no, to no. make changes, it was kind of bad for certain people. Adolf Hitler was with the SWAPO party. He was oh, okay. the Southwest Africa People's Organization. Oh, uh, okay. I was about to say, that's really hitting yeah. a little too close to home. It was Abner. Abner was with the Patriots for Change. <laughs> little Abner and Adolf Hitler. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> they walk into a bar. It sounds like it's set up for a joke. <laughs> uh, speaking with German newspaper Bild, uh, the uh, 54-year-old Uanona said that his father had picked the unorthodox name for him and was likely unaware of Adolf Hitler's infamous role in history. Because, you know, who's heard? Uh, Namibia was also a former German colony in, from uh, 1884 to 1915, meaning that a name like Adolf would not be uncommon. However, Hitler as a middle name? Probably not that regular. Well, I was about to say, being from German descent myself, I, even I could turn around and say that, it, you know, the name Adolf Hitler is not common in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you can't tell. Dad's boat full of shit when he says, oh, I didn't know it was. <laughs> I had no idea who he was. <laughs> yeah, he was common, common okay, no, I'm going to look online. 
And how many Adolf Hitlers do you think there are? Let's give it a guess. I know, I know there are a couple. I know there was one that actually lived in Pennsylvania there for a while. There's probably 20 in and, the and he, there, there was some kind of lawsuit because he was trying to name his son Adolf Hitler Jr. What? Wow. This has Online? been several years ago. <laughs> was, was, the, was the original Hitler a junior? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's... Like, they don't junior talk about that in history. Two. <laughs> I'm literally only giving two. Yeah, one of them just won the presidency in Africa. Right. <laughs> Vice President Abner? Now, like, I've... Yeah, little, little Abner. Yeah. Now, now, like, I've put my own name in, like, Spotify and found, like, seven people with my name. So, I mean, my name is more common than Adolf Hitler, and not a whole lot of people have my name. Right, right. You know, so and then yeah, and, and, and then taking yeah, into I'm something like Africa and then to take into something like Africa, especially a, you know, black person in Africa. You can't tell me dad didn't know about fucking Adolf Hitler. <laughs> there was reasoning behind that. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah there's, there's something going on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just days after a large phallus structure mysteriously disappeared from a Bavarian mountainside. I believe we talked about this last week. Yeah, the Viagra wore off. Yeah, the, yeah, where it disappeared. Well, just days after a large phallus structure mysteriously disappeared from a Bavarian mountainside, a, a similar wooden carving has appeared in its place. Uh, German, German news agency DPA, DPA. That's a bad place. That's a bad newspaper to report on this particular thing. I don't even know why. Uh, the sign <laughs> several years ago when a two-meter-tall uh, sculpture appeared on the... Uh, 5,702-foot-high Grunten Mountain in southern Germany. It quickly became a selfie magnet for hikers, because who doesn't want their picture taken with a seven-foot penis? Uh, and was featured on Google Maps, <laughs> where it was described as a, <laughs> a cultural monument. <laughs> well, the sculpture topped over several weeks ago, only to be erected again. Uh, last weekend, it vanished entirely. And, uh, Just give it a couple hours and some vitamin E. It'll stand up again. <laughs> yep, last weekend it vanished entirely with only a pile of sawdust. Let, what you stop? Sorry, my computer's being really stupid today. Anyway, <laughs> I thought he was uh, talking about us. Last weekend it vanished entirely with only a pile of sawdust left behind. Even as local police pro probe the disappearance, <laughs> man, their word choice is just wonderful. Uh, the tale <laughs> took a further twist Thursday with a discovery that a new, slightly larger carving of a male genitalia had appeared at the site propped up with wooden beams because <laughs> it couldn't quite make it up by itself either please tell me the beams were shaped in like great. veiny <laughs> like veiny uh, beams no that, that they should have been like they they were shaped like fingers and it was another project by rod hild uh now see if it if it if it wasn't beams, I would I would have more seen like uh, seen like I'm sorry for the ladies uh, listening, I would have I would have set it up as like you know uh, ejaculation, so that way you know it kind of looks like a melted candle holding it up. <laughs> the visuals again with the visuals, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess I guess you could have nailed it to the stump that was already there, but there's something about that that doesn't feel right. It's Where's the John the Wayne Bob it memorial. Is this in Canada? Where is this? This is in Germany. And oh, they basically, the, 
Leave it to the, the Germans. The original one fell down. They put it back up, and then it disappeared altogether with just a pile of sawdust, and I'm I'm assuming a stump. And now there's there's a new one. There's because every now and then you got to get a new one. And I'm hoping that the beams are just temporary until it can stand on its own. <laughs> there is some female in Germany with an OnlyFans page that is shoving that in her right now. <laughs> and I'm going to share this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to share this screen with you like guys splinters. just because. <laughs> <laughs> Just because the yeah. boulders, just because the boulders add so much to it. <laughs> oh wait, he's showing Whoa. it. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! A large oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> I am no longer bragging about myself. What the fuck? <laughs> Although it's kind of funny with the with the beams holding it up, you got the head on it, you got the beams holding it up, and then the way the balls are set in the front, it kind of looks like a muppet with the big like clown shoes feet. Shaggy <laughs> <Shaggy's> snowshoeing. <laughs> the new McDonald's the thing. Those are supposed to be red shoes. Oh, is that the new Ronald McDonald? <laughs> I'm loving it. Uh, do you believe in magic? <laughs> Oh my oh, God! Wrong. Dust. <laughs> we need Aren't to. Glad I shared that. We, it's magical. It really is magical. We need to. We need to ship that to the United States and set it right next to the Statue of Liberty, so she'll smile once in a while. <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, just brighten her day. A bit. <laughs> somebody carve some batteries. She's gonna need them. No, drop it off on the state cap. <laughs> Why, there's already yeah. a dick there, and there's another dick oh, right. about to go in. Let's witch him. Nobody will know. A, a, man has finally had a, a man has finally had a coin removed from his nose after it was stuck there for more than half a century. What? The 59-year-old unnamed Russian man. Yeah. The 59-year-old unnamed Russian man uh, was aged just six when he wedged the money uh, into his right nostril. He was too scared to tell his strict mother about it and then later forgot, according to local media. Uh, the man apparently managed to live for the next 50 years unimpeded by the blockage until uh, recently st uh, recently started complaining he could not breathe at all in his right nostril. The hospital went and uh, was given a scan which showed the unexpected object in the nasal passage. Uh, rhinoliths. Uh, <laughs> rhinoliths. With all the monoliths popping up anymore, now we have rhinoliths. <laughs> uh, stones in the nasal, nasal cavity had walked around the coin, constricting his ability to breathe. 50-some years with a penny stuck in your nose. What are we doing here? What's going on? What <laughs> She's numbing up to stick a penny up her nose. <laughs> How is that guy's sense? <laughs> it makes no sense. Dude, all I'm taking away from this is communism's a bitch. You gotta hide your money any way you can. Yeah, well, you got you got to you got to save it. You got to save it, and they can't trust. Well, the guy was kind of stunk. He only had one cent, and it stunk. Uh, medics carried out endoscopic surgery under general anesthetic, removing the stones and retrieving the Soviet one kopeck coin from his nose after uh, 53 years. How much is it worth now? Right. <laughs> kopeck. 
Dude, how did he not get like I don't know I don't know what it's made out of. I don't I don't know what it's made out of, but if it was made out of like copper, like a like a like an American penny, like shouldn't he have gotten like pot, copper poisoning by now for fifty three years of that thing being in his nose? Well, you smoke, I don't know. Uh, you want to see a picture of it? If you smoke out of copper, it'll give you a lock. Uh, so what is it? Got lock nose? Nah. You know, you know the inside of his nose at least lock turned green. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, look at that! Why, dude? Doing? He bronzed the boogers. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a penny that you hang on to in case you get really bad service somewhere. That's, that's, just, just plop that on the table. It probably doesn't mean king when you hit the table. It's a little thud from your, your, your snot coat. Back. My nostrils are not big enough for that thing. <laughs> wow. but, I, I'm sure that picture was the actual size. <laughs> that's a big copack. Yeah. <laughs> it's still on the screen is what's wrong here okay that like... is not where you put an ied <laughs> well i i i, I am the sharing of it but if you, if you still have it on yours you must have looked it up on your own that's okay that's okay uh, since the COVID-19 outbreak, French care home resident Colette Dupas' contract with her daughters, contact with her daughters has been limited to talking via video call or through a window. Now the 97-year-old has been able to feel their touch thanks to an inflatable tunnel and two plastic sleeves. The, quote, hug bubble uh, allows, uh, care, allows care home residents isolated from the outside world to protect from the virus, to hold hands and embrace visiting relatives, uh, because at all times they are separated by a hermetically sealed plastic film. Uh, Dupas ran a bakery in uh, France uh, by the nursing home until her retirement. Her family uh, still runs the business. Uh, but she's in a bubble. <laughs> but you know what? I, I could make Granny fun of this. I could make fun of this. I could pull out some sexual reference to one of this, but I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go the high road for once in my life and just say that's a cool idea. With with everything going on and not being not being able condom so you can hug your loved one. If your loved one is susceptible yeah, to cool. diseases like and everything. And yeah, yeah, a wall of plastic and a and a and like a fun tunnel to be able to them. like go and at least kind of physically touch the person i mean i i like i said there's enough reference there that i can make a joke but because of what it's for i'm gonna go the high roll road and say this one's actually i would put this in colin's corner because it's a little bit more inspirational than dirty (laughs) (laughs) but just because i won't go the high plastic or not but just because i went the high road doesn't mean everybody else has to <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's <laughs> I know it's rare for me, but I went the high road. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, we're we're going to we're going to get back to normal news now cuz this feel good stuff ain't for me. Orders for a Brazilian pig feeding robot uh which plays classical music while dispensing meals uh soared this year as farmers strove to cut costs amid the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Uh, RoboAgro, the privately owned company that sells the robot, said in a statement sent to Reuters on Thursday that orders rose by an average of 400% to 60 units per month. The machine uses linear feeders, allowing the animals, which are divided in pens, to receive the exact amount of feed needed for each meal. As it works, it plays classical music, which the company claims mitigates animal stress. Robo oh, good God. The robot reduces the presence of humans on the pig farms and generates data that helps improve overall herd management. So there you go. You can get a robot to feed your pigs oh, and play classical music. Oh, dear God. I mean, if it makes the scrapple taste better, I'm all Wait. for it. I feel, like, I, feel like you kids are, I feel like you kids are distracted by the videos and not listening to a fucking thing I'm saying. So, hey, that's it for the news, <laughs> the news buffet today because we've got, we've got videos to look at. So. <laughs> we, no, we, okay. We're so looking at chicken nuggies. reminds me of that horror movie with anthony hopkins when they feed up the oh pigs, hannibal the humans to the pigs hannibal yeah. yeah hannibal like yeah didn't they do classical music and it made the pigs go crazy and eat people yeah yeah they did they used they used like i don't know if it, I, I don't know if it was classical but it was definitely like chamber music like you know high society music and the pigs would would become uh feral with with the music so that yeah i remember that yeah <laughs> but I, I, so they're if saying you that they use it to relax. To have that response, then I guess they would. But you know, these these are pigs that appreciate a little Vivaldi every now and then. A little Tchaikovsky doesn't send them over the edge. So, <laughs> look, bangers so and mash with Bach. It just trainers, doesn't work. Right? You, you have to. You have to. If you're if so, you're going to make so how many probes do they have to do? If you're going to make the investment to buy the pig feeding robot that plays classical music, you're going to at least have put enough effort into your pig training to know whether or not they're going to go berserk. You know, now you don't want to take a classically trained pig and start blasting out some Metallica. They're going to fuck shit up. But if you have, a unless it's Wilbur from Charlotte's web, music, be all right. <laughs> right. Wilbur would be fine in this scenario. Because Wil Wilbur hanging Wilbur out with a spider, Wilbur you came out all right. Wilbur hanging out and, with a spider, you know music? he was jamming fucking Cradle of Filth. <laughs> Pigs will eat anything, and those things are big. They're like two hundred pounds in some cases. War pigs. I, it sounds safer to have a robot. Yeah, never. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to. You don't want to train them to listen to war pigs. No, that gives them ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What what okay, songs? I, I got three things. What songs do we have to? Put a pig in the back of a trailer and take it to slaughter. Oh, I hear the word pig, I think of that video, that Nine Inch Nails closer video, where they got the dead pigs hanging in the video. Yes, you yes. Know, and like in black and white and stuff um and then after that i'm thinking right um well isn't this does this guy know the dude that uh does the monkey uh stuff the the monkey pianist the monkey pianist that we talked about because last week 
<laughs> somehow got right, right. penis on together. You get those guys together. He loves those monkeys, and they love him. I mean, he's doing us all a favor so they don't eat each other. Yeah, well, the, the, the pandemic. The they're all about the monkey penis. He's a naturalist. He, he, he doesn't like the robots. The robot pig feeder is taking his fucking job. They're taking the jobs. Next thing they're going to have a monkey uh, a robot that plays piano too, and and this guy is going to be completely out of work. And then what? Because the monkeys already ain't paying him shit right now. <laughs> Might be paying him Can shit. Can they take the well, genetics of a banana and stay? Well, I mean, it worked for John I'm Way Bobby. Then the monkeys would be self-sufficient, like the DNA genetic stakes where we could be cannibals. And you want to make a fake banana. You know you can grow those, right? They would have a machine to feed them everything, and we wouldn't need anything. Cut the banana tree they down. Make You'll it. get a harvest from it every year, so it's it's already you know self replicating. I, yeah, I get I get what she means though. That's I get, not enough. You feed them for a day. Teach him to grow whatever. Give him a pig. He's got bacon. Right. <laughs> so who's the real winner? Bacon. Oh. Who would get the banana first, a pig or a monkey? Human, because he's That's like, I want banana and bacon. I think the I pig is gonna like flop. <laughs> I got to applaud Serenity, though. I got to applaud Serenity, though. She's trying to bring culture into this show. She's bringing philosophical questions into the show, and we're just shitting all over it. I've said monkey penis like eight times. Hey, I can try. You can't, you can't take the high road anymore. We're already down here. Come join us, Serenity. It's fun. They all flow down here. All right. I think you're talking about pigs. Oh, I, I have the best story about my when aunt going to out. the zoo and the monkey <laughs> liked my aunt. <laughs> and my aunt would walk away and the monkey would get mad. My aunt would come back. Yeah, really yeah. liked my um aunt. Sounds he like he showed aunt her his pink monkey. lipstick. Yeah. They looked alike. <laughs> Yep, she kept going back too. You drove him banana. So, so yeah. what is, I think that says more about your aunt than it does the monkey, honestly. Wow. <laughs> and she kept coming back. Wow. After a while, it was just hilarious. We were all rolling. Was the uncle starting to get a little jealous? <laughs> <laughs> no, Ron was laughing with me. <laughs> Okay, no more talking about monkeys. Okay, we have enough of you on the show. We don't need to talk about you too. Do you remember? Do you remember my buddy Stephen and yeah. his uh, family? They had that potbelly pig. Well, I used to call the pig Bacon. The pig's name was Tilly, but I always called it Bacon. And then we would feed it bacon. It actually loved bacon. So that's the third thing I think about when anybody mentions pigs. Well, I got a cat that like. His sister had a baby. 
And so I told her, get that pig out of here. It'll eat your baby. And like two weeks later, they get rid of the pig. Thank God. That'd be a new story we don't want Don to report on. I was about to say, (laughs) I was about to say, if you called the big, if you called the mama uh, pig bacon, what did you call the baby message? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think that's good enough to go into our. Thanks for, thanks for learning. Let's 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 move on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let's move on to our sponsor, the Comic Collections of Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Yeah. When we come back, we come back with the after hours, right here on Breaking the Fourth Wall. Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection, the ultimate comic store here in Feasterville, Pennsylvania, which is a suburb of Northeast Philadelphia. Come and see all of the great stuff we have here at the Comic Collection including action figures, vinyl, CDs, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, back issues, action figures, old action figures as well, statues, and of course, let's not forget comic books. Come visit us at the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, PA 19053 right next to Northeast Philadelphia come visit us we'll look forward and yes we are open during this pandemic thing she's singing a song absolutely it's it's a Katy Perry song and then we are the champions when I would bring in a guest co-host on the show, I would always start recording and I wouldn't let them know I was recording because that way you catch them saying some really stupid shit. And then you can look at them and say, I'm recording, by the way, which I wouldn't even do that. I'd, I'd be like on break or something and I'd start recording. And once they started saying stupid stuff, then I would go back to the intro without even telling them. Which, by the way, welcome to the, uh, the after hours section. Of- <laughs> <I got> to <laughs> have. Welcome to the after hours section of Breaking Perfect. the Fourth Wall. <laughs> as soon as you said you should be recording, I hit record. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Dakota's talking back now. So, has everybody caught up on Mandalorian? Now that is... I did. I want to make sure yes, before I we did. talk. I, I am up to date on my Mandalorian. I want to make sure before we talk about it because I want to hear about. Oh, you spoiled it! Which, by the way, for listeners, spoiler warning right here. We are going to be talking about last Friday's episode of Mandalorian and, and things subsequently previous to it. So uh, at this point, if you have not caught up on Mandalorian, I suggest you stop this video and go watch it, and then come back because we're going to be talking about shit that happened in the episode. And that, it, the, now that I said that, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> uh, now that I said that, um, I'm going to say it right now. For 43 years, I have been a Star Wars fan. I have loved the franchise since birth. I've watched all the original movies, all the prequels, all the sequels, all the spinoffs, all the TV shows. Yes, I even own a copy of The Hustle. Throughout all 43 years i thought boba fett was the most overrated bullshit character in the franchise he had five lines in the whole entire original trilogy and one of them was ah he was he was a joke to me my opinion has changed 
holy shit, is Boba Fett a badass in this episode? <laughs> Can we be real about that? Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm awesome. I mean, awesome badass. Well, doing some of the research into the background, um, I was getting really confused between Django and Boba Fett, right? Mm-hmm. Because Django Fett had his head cut off. Right. Right. One of one of the movies, right? Episode two. And so I was like, "What the heck? Well, how is he back?" So Boba Fett got eaten by that giant sand monster. The Starlight. In in episode five, right? Otherwise known as the uh, the toothy right. butthole. With Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, return of the Starlight. Yeah, Starlight. Yeah. He got yeah. eaten by that, and apparently he got out of that and out of that, and his jetpack went off and killed the creature, and he got out. So I figured that out in doing some research because I was really confused at first. I thought they were both dead. Really yeah, there's a couple things in canon, actually, in old canon in books um, um, that they've written um, where he's been inside of that Sarlacc a couple of times. Actually, That's why his, his arm is all so beat up yes. and everything. It's because that acid is kind of getting beat on it, you know. Well, I do like the fact that they played off of the fact yeah. that uh, Boba Fett's armor is just repainted and repurposed of Django's armor. So in actuality, that that armor, as they, as they described it in this episode, was Django's. And Django was a legitimate Mandalorian. You know, he was a foundling. So I, I thought giving that legitimacy to, to Boba was a smart move. You know. Uh, oh, really cool. Technically, Boba was his clone. Yeah, Boba was his clone, but he did have yeah. a he did have a, a line of lineage to the armor. He was a legitimate right. owner of the Beskar so, armor. And it was Django's armor. He just True. repainted it. Right, and the well, the original was, armor that he got out of the, yeah, and the clone Django raised in his right. Well, yeah, in, in episode two, Django's armor was silver and blue. Last thing he was saved out of there, besides the uh, here. Yeah. Which is, which is kind of creepy when you think so about bad. it, because Django died in that Coliseum with his head chopped off by Mace Windu. Young clone Boba was sitting there stripping his dad's body of the armor to be able to paint it and make it his own when he grew up. <laughs> that's, a, that's a disturbing image in its own right. <laughs> But I mean, you know, uh, this is not right. You know, th- there was a lot of things. The last two episodes of the Mandalorian right. have and been he's, absolutely he's spectacular. By, by right, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily by birth, since he was a clone, but by right, he he is the successor to Django, and Django was a legitimate, recognized Mandalorian. He just wasn't Death Watch like uh, like uh, the Mandalorian himself is. You know, the old school Mandalorians that don't believe in taking off their, their helmets and stuff like that. You know, but uh, <clears throat> no, there were, the last two episodes of The Mandalorian have been absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. Anybody who said Disney destroyed Star Wars needs to pay attention because this has been some of the best Star Wars that we've seen in quite a long time. And my hat goes off to Dave yeah. Filoni and, and uh, John Favreau because they're the ones who are saving this franchise with the live action Ahsoka and all the shit that happened in the last, uh, the last episode. And then this episode with uh, bringing in the dark troopers from the, uh, 
I believe they came from Star Wars Force Unleashed 2, the video game. I think it's where they were first seen. Which obviously is not canon, but now they've canonized them. You know, uh, of course, Grogu, Baby Yoda is just, you know, the scene stealer. (laughs) And I mean, and I mean, you know, with with, uh, taking Boba Fett and Slave One, I'm so happy that Slave One is still connected to Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. The way you use the Force is awesome. Oh, man. They just. I love that scene in the uh, detention center after they captured Grogu and uh, what's his face? The moth yeah, is coming yeah, in. And as soon as they, they open, they crushed uh, Mando's right. Well, no, 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 not just that. It, 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 uh, when the moth was going in to see baby Yoda after they captured him in the detention center. And when they open the door, you see uh baby Yoda, just throwing stormtroopers everywhere. <laughs> Using the force and just tossing them all over the place. It's like, dude's a badass. <laughs> so what yeah, do you Yeah, like that rag dolls or something. What do you guys think overall of the of the show yeah, so far yeah. in the show quality? Yoda's just chucking them. Like sacked potatoes. I love it. It's reinvigorating the Star Wars franchise, that's for certain. Um I, I feel like I was a little bit disappointed with episode one, two, and three in the film franchise. And all of the new work that Disney's done has just, it's reignited my passion for it. So I've been, I've been really happy with The Mandalorian. We, wait, we cannot wait to get home on Friday nights to watch it. So I'm, I'm pretty impressed with all of the episodes i think all of them have been wonderful they really have the style is cool i like how they combine the clone wars um and the characters from the cartoon into the real episode last week yeah with ahsoka really thought that was cool well that was some of the things i was trying to stay spoiler free on with the last episode last week's episode where i said i said you know they gave baby yoda his name which was grogu uh, Ahsoka rocks. Ahsoka, the first car- the the first cartoon we saw come live action, which Rosario Dawson was absolutely a perfect cast for for Ahsoka Tano. Uh, first ever in the franchise, we got to see a uh, in live action. We got to see a white bladed lightsaber. <laughs> Two of them, actually. Oh yeah, you yeah. See that girl's moon. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. I want one. And now, and now we also have Beskar armor. The black bladed lightsaber. True. Right, which and, is from them being healed. And then, of course, the was a healer. Of course, one of the ultimate badass things we now know that Mandalorian Baskar armor can deflect lightsaber blades, because <laughs> otherwise, Mando would be chopped up from Ahsoka. So, I mean, there was there was some shit that we got out of that episode, and in this episode, like I said. We we got the uh, Jedi Temple and and Dro- uh, Grogu being able to to phone the other Jedi's whether they can hear it or not we don't know. Uh, oh, and last episode too, we we got mention of another character that we've been waiting to come to uh, live action canon. We got Ma- Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn. So that's going to be interesting. Who who they bring. Thrawn to the franchise, and with Thrawn coming, um, does that mean the Jedi that will hear Grogu's call will be uh, Ezra Bridger from Star Wars Rebels? Because mm. Ezra right. disappeared Ezra with Thrawn. Windu. 
Well, they, the reason I say that is because they did already mention Grand Admiral Thrawn, and Ezra was last seen. He disappeared in the unknown space with Grand Admiral Thrawn. So if Thrawn returned, it's, it bears reason right. that Ezra came back too. Well, the timeline is where this is just after, a few years after Return of the Jedi. About five, so, six years after um, Jedi, Luke yeah. Luke is still around. Yeah, yeah, Luke and Leia are still around. Um, but Leia's not uh, trained. Mace Windu technically died. Oh, wait. out a window, right? So Mace Windu, we never, we never saw him die. Well, I mean, um, Star Wars Star Wars is like a comic book movie. Star Wars is like a comic book movie. Anybody you thought was dead could be resurrected. I mean, everybody was all pissed off about Darth Maul in Episode One. They made him come back in the Clone Wars. He survived all the way through to uh, to the ending of Rebels. You know, uh, that girl in this episode, sure. that girl that was following Boba Fett, she she was dead in uh, the first season and came back because Boba saved her life with cybernetics. Nothing to say that Mace Kitten survived. Right. <laughs> I mean, the Emperor, perfect example. Yeah, she was left dead in the desert. He he died in Episode 6 being tossed down a power shaft and yet somehow got cloned in Episode 9. So, just because you're dead doesn't mean you're now, dead. did you say that the timeline was five years after? I think it's supposed to be set five, six years after the Return yeah, of the Jedi. five years after or whatever. Uh, after the Jedi. 25 years before uh, uh, Force yeah, Awakens. Jedi. Okay. Because I was, I was listening to another um, kind of talk show on it, and I swear they said something like five hundred years, and I was like, "There's no way it was five hundred years." Were they talking about five years? Were they talking about Mandalorian, or were they talking about uh, that the 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 new shit Disney's supposed to be coming out with, which is a uh, high High Republic? I think it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Which basically is Knights of the Old Republic, but I mean, could be the new one. It could be. Okay. Yeah, because because um, High Republic okay. is supposed to uh, just like well, that the old. Makes much more sense. Just like right. So they're that, talking about all like the things. With with High okay. Republic, it's supposed I to be guess. like the new canon version of Knights right. of the Old Republic, which yeah, took place four thousand years before the movies. That they're bringing in. So. Yeah, they, they may have been talking about that, but no, Mandalorian's supposed to be five years after Return of right. the Jedi, so it's five years after the uh, well, I, the second I, Death Star was blown up and the Emperor was presumed dead. <coughs> that makes more sense. So, that's why it's so surprising right in this now, episode. We brought Ahsoka in. Ahsoka's mainly been portrayed a lot in Rebels, so they could bring they could bring forth me and her buddy. Well, she was in the Clone Wars. Bring forth any of her buddies that she uh, communicated with and dealt with in Rebels, and bring the into yeah. this. Character. Well, you already have you right. already have the actor. You yeah, already have but the actor. So characters there now, so it kind of opens up a whole different can of worms. Well, you already have the actor who who uh, did Jango Fett, uh, revoiced Boba Fett in the original trilogy, and did uh, M. Williams. I I forgive me, I forget his name, but I mean, he could easily play one of the surviving clones, like uh, like Captain Rex from from uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. He he could actually appear as Rex at some point, or any of the other subsequent clones that survived. Uh, so I mean, yeah, there there's plenty of opportunity to bring in other ones, and like I said, we know Ezra's not dead. Ahsoka's searching for Ezra. 
and so was Bo-Katan, at least at the end of Rebels. And again, with them mentioning that Grand Admiral Thrawn is back, that just stands to reason that Ezra's back somewhere, too. So we're going to see a live-action Ezra. But the question remains is who's going to be the one to answer the call? Is it going to be Ezra Bridger? Is it going to be Walker? A lot of people are clamoring for uh, Sebastian Stan, the uh, guy who played the Winter Soldier in in the uh, Captain America movies, to play the younger Luke Skywalker, which would be a perfect fix. He looks like Luke back in Empire days. Um, Or is it going to be somebody we're not excited to answer the call for, for Grogu? I'll start off by saying I hope it's not Luke, not because I don't want Sebastian Stan or Luke on on The Mandalorian. I do. I absolutely do. But if Luke takes Grogu to train him, it means Grogu died when uh, Kylo Ren destroyed that that temple. I don't want that. (laughs) Well, it could be. I don't want that either. Um, but I'm thinking, I, I mean, I'm hopeful it's kind of far-fetched, but I'm hopeful that may, it might be Mace Windu, you know, just because he, I know he's out there still. I mean, he got knocked out a window from um, Palpatine and lost a hand, you know, but look, Luke lost a hand. Everybody in Star Wars has lost a hand. What'd he do, you know? He just got tossed out a window. <laughs> Not everybody. So I'm hopeful that he would come back. Not but, anybody. I, Ray, know, I'm excited because I, I, I think that um, you're onto something. I, I think that... Um, it could be Luke, though, because they, they the, 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 the one guy, like yes. you're saying, he does look just like Luke. Yeah. I, I mean, I would love to see. I would love I'm to see. Per- I'm picturing the crush I had on Luke when I was a little girl. He's <laughs> pretty hot. She had a thing for whiny guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> Oh man, but no, I mean, I'm glad she grew out of that one. Like I said, I'm all for <laughs> Sebastian Stan playing Luke Skywalker uh, post Jedi. I'm I'm all for it, I but I don't want what Grogu. Kind of are they gonna get? What's that? What was that, Colin? I I, I you know I don't want him to separate. I want him to get back, get the kid back. Because I don't think he he needs to be where he's at right now. Well, I and, think I think and it's cool though that um that Fett is going to help him. I he's think like bound now. I, I think I think you're onto something there too. I think uh, a Jedi has to answer, leave the call unanswered. But whether Jedi is to be trained or not, I think the end of it is going to be that Grogu is going to choose to be a Jedi and a Mandalorian because he doesn't want to leave Mando. You know. Uh, They've got that connection. They've got that that relationship. So Grogu will be a Yoda species Mandalorian who uses the Force. <laughs> Which it what is about own. this? What if the Mandalorian gets identified as an unknown Jedi? With his luck, it could possibly be. They could lean what that if way. He doesn't identify as anything. Is that okay? <laughs> in, the, in the Star Wars universe, no. <laughs> if he's got a Mendicorian count, he's going to get trained. <laughs> I'm going to say it like I've said. It. I'm going to say it like I've said it for the well, years that I've been. Been. I'm going to say it as I've said it for so many years. There's no such thing as a gray Jedi. <laughs> There's no great. There are no good guy Jedi's who use the dark side of the Force. 
It does not exist. It will not exist. It defeats the purpose. They have to identify as one or the other. Wendy's got a purple lightsaber. He dabbles in the dark, but he's still a, yeah, he's still well, he's a light really side Jedi. You know, a, Je- a Jedi Knight, a oh, guy who's... Right, but, you know, a Jedi Knight, a guy who who deals with the light side of the Force is not going to use Force Lightning, as ex- for example. It's just not going to happen. That is a dark side power. You can't have both. Well, we have... <laughs> right, but we did see Yoda absorb it. We did see Yoda absorb it. And he he it absorbed it, sure. It the only the only light side person yeah. we've ever seen technically use uh, force lightning was Ray, but that could be explained off on the fact that Ray was Palpatine's granddaughter. So, and who was most famous for using force lightning? The epitome of evil. Hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, oh, and overall, nice. Dark and light exists in everybody. It does, but the you know? but the thing is, is that the Jedi universal not truth if you're a Jedi. Uh, no, a Jedi re- recognizes that there's light and dark in everybody. The, the thing is, is that the Jedi train and take precautions to not use or allow those those dark urges. To be released. That's why they don't believe in attachment. That's why they don't believe in in uh, emotional out, uh, reactions. They they train themselves to not allow that darker side to ever overtake. <laughs> that was the whole purpose of the Which Jedi means training. You can't truly reach the light. Yeah, you, you can't have light without shadow. To love, you cannot truly reach the ultimate pinnacle of the light either. That's why the Jedi fell. That that's that's what destroyed the Jedi in the original trilogy. That was the story, is because they were so detached, they couldn't they couldn't save themselves when the dark side infiltrated and took over. So that was that was the main story okay, behind it. So I have a question. Yes. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. This is very important. Okay. So just in life in general, wouldn't it be easier if you were kind of evil to turn full evil than it would be to be kind of good and turn full good? I would like it kind of like if you're kind of you don't know which one you're gonna be, you would fall to the oh, it's easier to be bad. No, I would I would agree with you. I think it's easier to fall. I think it's easier to fall from grace. Well, like in life in general, like you said, I think it's yeah. easier to fall from grace and and uh cut yourself off from from morality than it is to be somebody who's been completely moralless and then decide now I'm going to try to be a good person and break the bad habits I used to have you know and I think it's the same thing for a Jedi I think it's easier for a Jedi to be tempted and fall to the dark as somebody who's like Anakin Skywalker and find a way to redeem yourself especially because not only do you have to deal with your own demons you have to deal with everybody else's perception. Like, let's 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 play a what if. Let's say Anakin saved Luke in Episode Six, destroyed the Emperor, but did not die. Do you think the rest of society would accept him as a good guy now, or would they still be saying, "No, you're the kid. You're the dude that killed a whole bunch of kids in the Jedi Temple. You've destroyed a planet. You know, you've you've murdered how many different people in the name of the Empire." I don't care that you threw the emperor, the emperor down a down a electrical shaft. You're still a bastard. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think he did in his soul redeem himself. I don't think he did Vader. Had. 
And you're probably right. I mean, that is that is the uh, quintessential proverb of most people that are pieces of shit. Excuse my language. Yeah, but on this show. Have you heard about what we were talking? People on this planet, it's like, you what? Have you heard how we talk on this show? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> most of our listeners are Taylor. um yeah no i mean i think whether whether other people think that you're a bad guy or not as long as you're going to make the right choices and continue to you know try to redeem yourself you do you don't do it for other people that's pride and ego you do it for yourself you do it for your own redemption, not for everybody else's pride or ego. You're just doing it because you're a damn narcissist. Yeah. You care what other people think true. about you. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying like... You it, have to do it for you or it wouldn't truly really be light. No, I, I agree, but I'm saying like he even... Did it for the love of his son. That, that's, that's my point. If Vader had not died on a Death Star and was able to escape with Luke and, and Luke landed back on Endor where the little party was going on with the murder with the murder bears and eating stormtroopers and shit like that. Do you think uh, Luke bears. walking with, with uh with Darth Vader into the camp that the rest of the rebels wouldn't have been like guns trained on Vader right away? <laughs> like we know who you are. We oh, don't yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't think I don't think the rebellion would have listened to Luke like, no, no, it's okay. He's on our side now. I think I think the rebels would still be like, you're under arrest for a lot of crimes against the galaxy right now, at minimum. <laughs> you know, again, you murdered a planet. How do you forgive true. that? <laughs> yeah, not easily. Somebody should make one of them joking. I think it would take that 500,000 years or something that Melissa was talking about. Right. And take make a, make a video of them, guys. Like, I want to know how to play that game where they got all the little critters on the table that the Wookiee's always playing. It, he's always playing that. Like, he plays it with C-3PO. He plays it with... Uh, it like he plays chess. it with everybody. You know, I want to know what that game is. It it basically is chess. Yeah, You're right. It's like really cool virtual chess where monsters beat the crap out of each other. I mean, that's the coolest thing ever, right? Well, there you go. Let you let know. let's have so a you use different things. Yes, yeah. space chess. Right, space chess. You know? Let's let's um, uh let let's have let's have a geek moment here. Let's ha- try find a game that's like that game. Let let's have a let's have a geek and maybe Don will jump in on this too. A little sci fi geek moment. Which chess game is the better chess game? The one on the Millennial well, Falcon just, or the 4D chess from Star Trek? <laughs> Well, I, I I don't know. I think I'm going to get an Oculus Quest to see if I can find a chess game in virtual Ooh. time. Well, I do know they make 4D chess. They <laughs> they have actually made it as a board that you could b- purchase and learn how to play from Star from Star cool. Trek. Obviously, nobody's yeah. ever made the really? uh, Star Wars one, but <laughs> if they ever did, which one do you think would be the better game? The moving of the monsters or the multi-platform chessboard? The moving of the monsters, of course. Agreed. Cool. It's like D and D meets chess. Come on. It's like D and D chess. Some, yeah. Somebody should yeah. like make an animated animation. Like you remember the old school celebrity death match? 
that like yeah. you could set up celebrity death match claymation active stuff on screen <laughs> and then have it like luke skywalker and vader and yoda and they're all playing like they're all playing cards against humanity we need cards against humanity in this house like what we should each pick one each week I just think that would be the greatest thing ever. I don't understand the no. game. I, I don't own any of the cards, cause, uh, and I don't understand the game. Explain cards again. I know it's a popular game, but I've never had anybody explain to me what the game is. You so cards against humanity, most crass thing you can come up with. You everybody draws seven cards, and they've got some pretty fucked up shit. Okay, written right. on the cards. And then there's these black cards. So everybody draws a black card, and it might be say it might say blank, good to the left. So everybody else has to put down one of their white cards, and it has to be something totally outrageous. And the person who drew the black card gets to choose which is the funniest or the most crass or whichever one appeals to them in their sensibilities, right? So it's partly psychologically knowing the people that you're playing the game with so that you can play the right card for that person. Um, and there's some fucked up shit. Like now, is um, it like, is it like magic? Go to the last drop. Is it kind of, is it kind of like magic, the gathering? Go to the last drop. Like there's that type of stuff in it. Is it kind of like magic, the gathering where you play with your own deck? You don't have to have a deck that's like we would each have our own deck to draw no, from. Nothing no. like Magic Gathering. No, no, I don't. I don't mean like monsters and spells, but I'm saying like you have your own deck, I have my own deck. We we buy our own decks. We don't have a shared deck like like fucking gin rummy. Correct. Well, normally it's a shared deck, but I think because you're playing at a distance, you could easily each have your own deck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. think we should do that. Well, I, I still, it's I pretty see who could be the most. Yeah, let's see who could be the most appropriate. <laughs> this group. So that would be the hard one. I don't think there's such that thing would, against humanity. That would be Don. Well, that's the point, and none of us. That would could, be Don. Don yeah. would be the most appropriate and respectful. Yeah, Santa over there. <laughs> none of those cards are ever appropriate. Yeah, that sounds. Like <laughs> me. Well, they've got one card that's like. The Boy Scouts are best known for blank. Eating brownies. Somebody will play like the homoerotic agenda. That's true. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny. Um, there's some really dark stuff. They've got stuff about the Ku Klux Klan. They've got stuff about um, the Holocaust. They've got stuff about Hitler. I think you guys would actually fit right into the Cards Against Humanity if you don't have a deck already. Hey, hey Scully, have you ever played... Um... No. I don't think I've ever played Scruples. Scruples is I think a similar the boys thing. Scruple every day. It's like a twisted version of Scruples if you've ever played that game. No. It, it, it sounds like a game that is funny to people who've never performed on the show, the most offensive show on earth. As are, they have. It would right? seem kind of tame to me. <laughs> are, are we the most show on earth? <laughs> No, actually, no, actually, at the comedy club, we we have a show that every every uh, probably every four to six months we'll do the most offensive show on earth, and that's where comics get up and let go of all the material that we can't do, 
in a normal show where humans are in the audience. So when does breaking the fourth wall get on this show? I love it. This game sounds extremely tame by comparison. So when do when do we do a live broadcast at at Wiley's for the most offensive show? Yeah, because you know we can do it. I want to. I want to watch this show, Don. Uh, I don't think we record any of them. We uh, will. Well, I'll go. I'll lock down for two weeks, never to be replicated. For that show, because there's stuff. There's stuff we say in that show that we don't want the general public to hear. <laughs> I'll go. I would just want to listen, yeah. man. Like, no, seriously, I'm telling you, like, I am going to be there. Well, no, I won't, we'll go. I won't record. You can take my phone. I don't care. I want to see this shit. See, I'll, I'll go the opposite way. I'll, I'll be fair enough to not record the whole entire show so everybody else's shit ain't out. But if we if we get breaking the ball to go up there and do a a broadcast, an off-the-record broadcast, we are definitely recording it. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a podcast. It'd be a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only difference well, between a comedy show before we do it. So the only difference between a comedy show we, we and have... and this show is that you know the comedy show has more listeners. <laughs> yeah, we we we've tried we've tried doing <laughs> podcast shows on the stage at the club, and it's uh, it's a disaster pretty much every time, just straight oh. down the line. So we stick with comedy nowadays. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. <laughs> well, that's all I had for after hours, unless anybody else wants to add cool. shit in. <laughs> anybody got anybody got some funny, crazy stories they want to have a conversation about? All I have is the Mandalorian this week. It was on my mind. <laughs> that and the fact that I just you know uh, yesterday uh, just hey, spent. Did you guys play paintball guns or what, Don? <laughs> paintball guns. Because I know you have a thing going on a nerf. How did that go? Did you oh, win? Oh, no, they're doing it at Christmas. Kidding? What are we talking about? Christmas is when they shoot things at each other. Was it? Yeah, oh, with your know, family for Christmas. Christmas. There are no winners. <laughs> like nerf balls? <laughs> that's that's usually that Christmas. Christmas. We, we get something for Christmas oh. that we can shoot each other oh. uh, during Christmas dinner. I imagine it's you're... Not, we don't get points or anything. We just... We just we just like to make people too fucking paranoid to eat. It sounds well, it like really what it is. If you have your brother, he can't I, put I food in his like... mouth because he's not sure when he's going to get shot with the next fucking Nerf bullet. You, I mean, that's the only way you win <laughs> is to make the rest of them so paranoid that they can't enter. I, I imagine dinner at Don's house on Christmas <laughs> is like you have to put a blindfold on when you grab your plate, and as you're walking down the buffet picking up all your food and everything, you got to watch out for mouse traps on the floor <laughs> that are purposely placed for you to step on. Like I imagine it's like an obstacle course to even get to the dinner table. <laughs> you, you, you never know. You never know what you're walking into. That's for sure. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking speaking of obstacle courses and most terrible dinner things, at his place would be like you know, a big bin like McDonald's has with all the balls that the kids need to jump in. Huh. I, I <laughs> yesterday I just had to spend. <laughs> yes, everything went loud then quiet. <laughs> yesterday I had just had to spend uh, close to eight hours at my ex-wife's oh, house uh, for my daughter's birthday her her 12th day oh even though God. 
even though it was a month late, her birthday party, where my daughter went and hung out with her friends, my son went down to the basement to play video games, and I got stuck sitting in the kitchen the whole entire time being ignored by everybody. It was a fun time. <laughs> There's nothing I want to do more than hang out in my ex-wife's house with her boyfriend that she cheated on me with, being ignored by my children. <laughs> absolute mm. great time oh man i'm lucky that all my kids are adults and i don't have to talk to my ex ever again i'm, I'm waiting for that day <laughs> no. why, why did you have to be there? yeah i know because my daughter that's the stupid why thing did you have to be there Chris? Not because my daughter asked me to be there and i barely got a hello from her <laughs> but she dad you gotta be there daddy you gotta you come gotta give her like a fake playstation 5 no, I gave her uh, the unofficial spell book from well, Harry Potter because she she's talk. into Harry Potter. So I got her that and like how, uh, how old is your daughter? Twelve. Okay, she's old enough. You can sit down and explain what a divorce is. <laughs> they no, my my kids no, know. Honey, that's the thing. I fucking don't. Well, see that that's the thing. Like my my kids my kids do know that that mommy and daddy aren't together anymore, but. They don't necessarily know why. Like, my oldest son, he knows. He, he's 24. He knows. But uh, my kids, I mean, they were one in three when, when she and I got divorced. I can't tell them it's because mom's a fucking ring rat hoe beast. You know, because I don't want them to hate their oh, mother. You, you don't have to go into that much detail. <laughs> no. You know. But you, you can't can stop beating what. yourself I mean, up. You well, I'm not beating myself up. I was no, there Chris, for my daughter. I just next time. The, the reason I sat there for eight hours. Well, next time, you just tell the daughter, okay, that was the last holiday. Well, I, I make her come to your house. Well, well, no. See that—that's the thing. Next time, <laughs> make her feel awkward. Next time, show, show up in shorts and flip flops with a fucker zipper mask on and just sit there. Don't fucking say anything to him. Just sit there at the dinner table. Every with now and then, unzip the mouth slot, eat a piece of food, zip it back up, and chew. What, I gotta take the dick out of my mouth, right? <laughs> hey, whatever you got in your mouth is fine. If you if you have to do that first, then... Uh, I mean, that's taking it a step further than I would, but, you know. Well, the, the, the truth... We all have our own... Uh, tricks we use around the ex. Well, the truth, the truth be told, I, I was there, and the reason I was there, besides my daughter asking me to be there, the, the reason I was there is I want to have ammunition, as sad as it sounds to say that way, I want the ammunition that when my kids are a little bit older and they do understand the truth, and I know my ex talked so much shit on me when I'm not there, you know, I want them to be able to say, well, even though I know daddy was uncomfortable being at mommy's house, he still showed up. You know what I mean? Like who? Who? I who, agree with that. You know who? Who did? Who did? Who? Who How loved me more? Time come with your hottest girlfriend. <laughs> How many of them do I have? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Well, I, I don't agree. know how many friends do you have that are girls. I'm not uh, talking I agree about with you. You're sleeping with. I'm talking about friends uh, super hot. How about They're I just bring? How about I just bring every female? And can intimidate your ex-wife. How about I just bring every female I know ever and like promise them all five bucks to just hang off me all night. (laughs) 
Look, I'll spring for the dollar menu at McDonald's. Leg. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Just pretend you tolerate me for a couple Hot hours. Woman's not going to eat McDonald's. <laughs> it's what I can afford. Again, I'm divorced Do with children. Speak <laughs> Did they have to speak? No. <laughs> for this, I'll hire illegals. They don't have to speak English? No. For this, I'll hire Ill illegals. All right. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we'll take we're taking resumes. But no, that that was that was absolutely horrible. And that we, that was a fucking terrible experience. Just to sit there, you know, like I talked to my ex uh uh daughter in law, she was fine, you know, um who's twenty one with a kid now, but I mean fucking or is it awkward to sit in that house and look at pictures of your children with some other guy? You know, like that. I don't know a better way to describe how uncomfortable of a feeling that is. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you that I wouldn't be very comfortable seeing pictures like that. And I've got to stand here and smile. You know, mm -hmm. Serenity, if you, I, I saw you your lips moving. If you were talking, so your mic's not on. I hope we. I don't know. My mic's my mic's on. Yeah. Yeah, I muted it. Sorry. <laughs> I saw her. I saw her lips I moving. I divorced seventeen years ago, and we learned that we go back. And no, forth. I was. I, get I was one saying that's all. The next. Yeah. No, I just talk. think that you're strong, and that's awesome that you did that, and you did that for your kid, and I'm proud of you. But that totally sucks that they wouldn't even try to make it less uncomfortable i mean your daughter is old enough now to see that you're uncomfortable mm -hmm. so it's just a situation that sucks that you're in and you're super strong well, i mean you know the the, the biggest thing everybody's got those awkward points what they got to do with family well, christmases and shit i mean what what's the funniest thing you ever come across at some family gathering you had to deal with uh, my aunt's fucking vibrator being left out in the dining room. Well, you don't like your family, probably. <laughs> no, I don't like my family, but that—that that is the God's honest. Left, left, left. <laughs> she I'm left out of the dining room as if she goes to the dining room to use it. Apparently, she was cleaning it before the party people left arrived. Out of the yeah. Just from that statement. Which which indicates that she used it before the party guests arrived, or she needed to clean it right then and there. <laughs> right. Or the right. smell is too well, pungent for it to be in the house. True. I just hope she's not like mixing the cake batter with Maybe that's off. <laughs> yeah, that batter was a little little fishy. <laughs> Sometimes you just forget to get your vibrator out of the dishwasher, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she uses Cascade so it doesn't have any fucking spots. Nobody ever soap for those things. <laughs> so, you know, this one time we're out camping, right? And there's this place, this lake where everybody goes in camps. Um, it's about maybe half hour out of, out of our town here. And, and you get there and uh, they got the camper set up. And my family's there. We got um, out-of-state family from Omaha coming to visit. So I got cousins and aunts and uncles hanging out and stuff. And I decided it's late night. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning, and everybody's hanging out by the fire. I go to jump to the water in the lake, and I didn't have a suit or nothing. I jump in naked, you know. 
I come back. Oh no, my cousins and my aunt decided to steal my clothes. So there I am, butt ass naked. Nothing. I'm naked as a jaybird. I got nothing to wear. But I found the uh, life jacket from the canoe. So I grabbed that sucker and I stuck my legs through it, pulled it up around my waist, and I come walking up to the fire. I'm like, all right, where's my clothes? Um, yeah, my aunt took a picture. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll have to share it with you guys at one point. I do. I do have a picture. Thing, they all cracked up. They couldn't believe I did that. It, it, it wasn't necessarily like a, a Christmas embarrassing when, moment, when but we were, when we were good. Uh, my real quick. Uh, my my ex did dare me at, in a blizzard right around Christmas to to run out butt naked, and she took a picture of me. And as a joke on Facebook, I posted it with a big parental advisory right where you know, things shouldn't be seen on Facebook. The joke about it is, is I made the parental advisory Aww. way bigger than it needed to be as, as cold as it was out there that day. <laughs> yeah. It was, I, I had, I had one that was really, fun. it wasn't a, it wasn't a Christmas one. We, when I was a teenager, we were out playing football one day and I avoided a tackle, but the asshole trying to tackle me grabbed a hold of my pants pocket ripped my pocket off and ripped the entire back of my pants out from my belt down to my calf wide open butt in the wind so you were a fullback so i gotta go home and change <laughs> and i walk home i did not know i did not know my mom invited my cousin and a bunch of their friends over for a fucking baby shower <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I go running through the living room with my bare yeah. ass butt flapping in the <laughs> Katie, here's your chance to practice powdering a diaper ass. <laughs> uh, okay, I think, I think I got you guys feet, okay? I got a family member who got tired of getting, like, family photos, like the Christmas card family photos for Christmas. So he decided that he was going to make a calendar where every month he would dress up for the month. And for Christmas, he's totally loaded up with his guns and a cowboy hat. And Melissa, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and seeing a picture of him in nothing but boxers and a gun with a cowboy hat is not no. any calendar. You other months were horrible too. <laughs> every month well, you could not show to I, anyone I under the age of 21 yeah don't put me on your Christmas mailing list please oh let's, let's hear Melissa I would display it proudly I've got my Santa pajamas yeah and it's like a 30-person deep white elephant that we do so everybody brings like gifts that are between 15 and 25 dollars right wrap them all up draw numbers so this one year everybody's getting alcohol bottles of wine i'm like oh that sounds great so i get stuck i open up this package and it's two nerf guns and two thongs his and her thongs Okay. Men and women songs. Can't so, you? I would put them on backwards. Uh, we're sitting around. My mom's there. My grandpa's there. Everybody's there. They're like, oh my gosh, you guys better those cards. And it's pretty funny because my parents are uh, very conservative. Let's say they're very conservative. 
that was pretty funny. That's an interesting experience that I had. I've never been exposed though. It wasn't. You guys are lucky. Uh, it like, wasn't. It wasn't Christmas it's, time, but it's I, never too late to get out. I I had upstairs neighbors in our I had upstairs neighbors that came down to my apartment one time. I was I was cool with them. Uh, her 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 friend. Her and her friend came down, and they said they were going to a sex shop. And I, being a smartass, I turned around and said, well, bring me back something nice, you know, as I was going into my apartment. A couple hours later, they showed up, and they bought me a uh, tiger-striped male thong. And I wasn't, al- they, I wasn't allowed to, to just take it and walk away. I had to put it on and model it for them. <laughs> they forced me to, to strip me to... Nothing put on and model it like I a Victoria's Secret pictures. model. Uh, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what hey, else, at least they didn't they force you to do, Chris? What else did they do? <laughs> this is a family show. You, we're all friends here. You can force is a strong word this. here. No, seriously, they wouldn't leave until yeah, I, I did I it. Do th- I do think that. Uh... <laughs> and understand, understand, like the one girl, <laughs> the one girl was married. Her. The one girl was married, but her husband was one of those guys that was like anybody for a threesome. So, like, I would be invited if I wanted to. I didn't, but I could be invited if I wanted to. So there was, like, no escaping this. <laughs> they were very strange people. <laughs> I thought the funniest part was... I, I, I do think for, for merch for the show... You seem to know a lot of those people. We do have to I come do. up with... For, we do have to have the break the calendar. We do need that. The breaking the fourth wall, what? The 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 calendar? <laughs> okay, guys, I'll pick out the bikinis as long as you guys model. I'm in. Do I'll do it. I don't care. It'll be fucking frightening. Yeah, me and you are directing it. They got to do the modeling. You've known me for twenty <laughs> plus years. You don't word. think I would fucking embarrass myself? <laughs> I'll put you in boy you shorts, Colin. I'll put you in boy shorts, okay? You'll just have a top that matches your boy shorts. I I have it all planned. Melissa's a great photographer. We got this covered, guys. We can do it. My stand up or any of my movies. Look. (laughs) You just have to shave your wizard down there. Look. No. I will. I will. That's not happening. I will put it out. I will put it out right now. I call the month of May. I call the month of May because it is Star Wars month. I call the month of May. And it has to be Star Wars theme, which means I'm going to wind up in Leia's metal bikini from Return of the Jedi. I know it. Oh, hell no. <laughs> well, I, awesome. I, I, have to have, I have to have to have Santa Claus. Yeah, you're Santa. You, you... Okay, how about... <laughs> Is there a Yeti appreciation oh. month? <laughs> <laughs> Is Chewbacca? You know, who gets I just wear the bow. Oh no, from there is Wookiee holiday. Hey Chris, Don isn't there a Chewbacca like a... There should be, but I don't think there is. November. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> yep, it's been no shave, no yeah, Wookiee and a half years now for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think I think we're gonna make this happen. I think I think by Christmas next year, breaking the fourth wall, we'll release a calendar. We'll get the girls involved somehow. We gotta we gotta get our male listeners to want to actually buy the calendar. So we gotta have at least one or two months with you girls in it. But I mean, 
I fuck do it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I can I can teach you how to give yourself cleavage. Oh, trust me. I I don't since, have since I don't think help, I help me, help me, please. Since, since since I quit music and I quit wrestling, cleavage is not an issue. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you don't think I already have cleavage. <laughs> I don't have any. Well, you're the one's got to work on it then. Don't have any. Yeah, you can have some of mine. I, just, yeah, I don't have it. Train you. <laughs> need a training bra or something, maybe. Yeah, we'll get you. Get him a wonder bra. A training bra and a pair of socks, okay? (laughs) One of you guys just needs a whip to hold right in front of you. Oh. (laughs) Wow, is this taking a weird turn? Oh, man. I I mean, I don't know. I was thinking Return of the Jedi. I don't know. (laughs) Boy, is this taking a weird turn. Training bra and helmet. <laughs> yeah, we could get Chris in a training bra and a helmet. Yeah. Standing in front of a toilet. Standing in front of a toilet, but uh, but the wall is wet instead of like inside the toilet because I'm a stormtrooper and I just don't know how to aim. <laughs> oh, you, you in a Mandalorian helmet, you just can't take it off because this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> I don't have that anymore. <laughs> we would, can't take the helmet off. That's a perfect segue into the Patreon account, you guys. Don't have the make sure, no, I don't have the thong anymore. Guys, go to our Patreon account and uh, become a Patreon supporter so I can get a new oh. leopard print thong. How <laughs> did you lose the thong? Did you throw it out or was it natural causes? Well, I guess it's uh, moving back from Colorado to <laughs> Philadelphia. It got lost I in the mail. Put anything in his mouth. <laughs> I bet you could order one from Tiger King. I'm the only person on the planet that never that watched Tiger yeah, Tiger I King. I thought you just borrowed it from Mike. From Mike? I've never Blind? seen Blind. Oh fuck! Yeah, you can't oh, oh, I'm a terrible person. I was supposed anything. to bring Mike on the show this week. Yeah, you. He was supposed to rebuttal what we did to him last week. Oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, he's going to be mad. <laughs> and then your thong. I didn't do anything to him. You guys did that to me. You guys gave me the worst visual in the world. He listened to that, that show, by the some way. Some sort of a visual assault. <laughs> he listened to that show, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Hi, Mike. Well, he didn't watch it. Hi, Blind Mike. We love you, Mike. I remember last week I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we give a shout out to BlindCafeRadio.net doing some great things for uh, people with uh, visual impairment. Well, and Every and, week? And dif- uh, difficult. Oh, yeah. We love uh, Blind Cafe Sometimes. every day. Every day, you just go to blindcafe.net, uh, listen to the different DJs and the different music and the different podcasts. I broadcast on Monday nights uh, with Raise the Underground, shoving that rock and metal straight up your no-no holes. And yes, I'm, I'll say it to Melissa here. I've already said it to Serenity. 
I prefer to play on my show unsigned bands or unmainstream bands. So I am looking for demos to go into regular rotation. If you got songs, I've got space. So <laughs> I got songs. I got lots of songs. I've got space. <laughs> five. I've got five demos right now that I uh, uh, demo single singles that I get to to, to play. Two of which are mine. So there's plenty of room in a two-hour performance to have a lot more unsigned bands to just get some sort of promotion. So, guys, send in your demos. Realm of the Mist Entertainment at gmail.com. <coughs> That's enough of the shameless plugs. Can you plugs. text that to the group chat? I could definitely text that to the group chat. But yeah. thank you. I think that's a good segue out of uh, after hour. Uh, Colin, you have anything um, for inspiration this week, or shall all we? The songs in the thong. Songs in the thong. That's that that. What? There you go. If you order hey, the calendar. Wait, no, I I want an update. I want an update from Colin uh, on the golden ticket. Is there anything about the golden ticket and owning the Jelly Belly factory yet? Oh, you you went a different way. I thought one person found a ticket. I thought you were going to talk about the update on which was the ugly Kardashian. I haven't. Seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, like, I don't know. Ticket. I haven't. I haven't. I want a golden ticket so I bad, and I really want to own a Jelly Belly factory. If it's not real, I'm not going to spend the money. You sound like, like Veruca Salt. You sound like Veruca Salt and fucking Willy Wonka. I want it now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want it. I want it now. Golden no, like, I, this is like a teaser. All through pandemic, it was a teaser, and I want to know if it's real. And if somebody found a golden ticket, I, I might invest. What if we just go to the indoor skydiving place? And you can get in the bubble room there. I mean, I'm right. down. Ooh. You I'm, don't need to buy I jelly belly. own things. a jelly belly factory. Jelly belly. Because <laughs> you want to eat candy forever? Let me see. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> no. Right. Well, okay. Be... Yeah. No, like well, the owner of jelly belly is giving away a jelly belly factory ownership. Mm. He's giving away one of his factories. Is it real? He's looking it up right now. Don, what would you do with a Jelly Belly factory? I would, I would sell it and buy something make useful. better flavors. Well, the last thing I see. So I would turn it into a comedy club and run it into the ground. There you go. <laughs> the I American dream. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like there's anything new news. Well, while you guys are looking that up, I'm gonna go visit the little boys. Room. I call bullshit. Right. There hasn't been updates any, anything since September on that. Um, I don't see anything since September. Huh, but I'd like to see it. If anybody's got something, they could send it to me. It was um, a way to get more call sales. Washburn at email. Yeah, I don't see anything either. Yeah, that's um, what I think too. But, but if you don't find yeah, it probably. Bubble room, indoor skydiving. Um, uh, Let's do it and um, bad axe so, yeah. throwing. Um, I want to go there too. I, I'd be Where? down. The bad axe throwing <laughs> right next to me. 
axe throwing? Yeah. Oh, axe throwing? Really? An axe throwing yeah, the bad axe throwing right up on Washington, right by me. Yeah, they're sponsoring our we show have... in May. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We have, that's like, cool. a discount for them because of the sponsorship. Heck yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I Greg's involved with that. golden it's ticket. Sorry about mm. that. Yeah, Greg was the championship axe throwing guy. Uh, the bar manager, the manager of the kitchen, Greg, lived out there. Um, he's probably involved with that. I wouldn't doubt. Involved with what? I'm, um, I'm walking Starbucks. back in late. We're giving away more free coffee. Apparently. Um, oh, act throwing. Yeah, it was act ah. throwing. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Starbucks is giving away free coffee again to first responders. Um, apparently. Um, because they want them to suffer. That's terrible. It to, uh, I was gonna say I would. Well, I would be I <laughs> axe throwing at Starbucks. I think that would be fun. <laughs> Spell my name right, bitch. I would agree. <laughs> I cannot um, Yeah, apparently, um, let's see, doctors, nurses, public health workers, pharmacists, dispatchers, firefighters, paramedics, EMTs, law enforcement officers, dentists, dental hygienists, mental health psychologists, social workers, counselors, etc. Hospital staff such as janitors, housekeepers, security, military active duty, uh, contact tracers, vaccine, vaccine and pharmaceutical research uh, researchers, pilots, flight attendants, TSA, and medical researchers. Hmm. That's amazing that the well, Starbucks is actually um, deciding to give uh, to give free coffee to the military because during the uh, Afghan war, the the owner of Starbucks was quoted in stating that he that the military could buy the coffee just like everybody else when it was asked to donate to the troops troops overseas. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, well, they charge a premium for their coffee. So why not, you know, give a little bit of money away. Um, but apparently this is a promotion similar to a previous, um, giveaway aimed at healthcare workers when companies pledged to give them a free cup of coffee from late March until May, which amounted to over 2 million brews. Hmm. Um, since then, uh, Starbucks Foundation has donated more than $1 million to support frontline responders, including delivery of personal protective equipment, essential medical items, care packages, and handwritten letters, and support for emergency assistance, including mental health resources for first responders and healthcare workers. Well, especially in this yeah. day and age with yeah, everything going cool. on with the COVID and everything, that's a good thing. I, it's not it's not normal for me to give any type of props to Starbucks, but you know, as long as they're doing it for the right cause for first responders and people dealing with this pandemic, then you know, absolutely applaud to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it says completely it, agree with that. I don't drink Starbucks, but that's awesome. Right. Um, just think about how much it would be instead of it being brewed coffee. It was like brews of beer. 200,000 beers? How many people would be drunk right now? Well, it says right here they're about they're not our healthcare workers. Probably about There's as much as are drunk right? now because they're sitting at home with nothing to do. <laughs> the prize 50,000 frontline responders with care packages um, and Starbucks gift cards uh, over the holiday season. Because I know some of us are drunk just because they were given free bottles of vodka, right, Don? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, but I've got better vodka at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I believe. <laughs> no, that, that was that uh, was for interviewing the CEO. That wasn't for being a healthcare worker. And I did notice on Starbucks list they left out hospital maintenance crew. So to hell with them. I don't drink their shit coffee anyway. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The maintenance crews aren't on it. No, no. Listed, listed janitors and a lot of other things, but no maintenance crew for for hot because we're always forgotten that's about, right. and that's fine. Because uh, it's not like we're the ones up changing the air filters and the air handlers that are sucking all those bugs up through there anyway. So you know, <laughs> yeah, you're the one maintaining their safety. Oh, no. oh my god, no, that's they not fair. I have another friend who does the same thing, and he. So many props to you guys. Seriously, that's messed up. Right. No, they did list that hospital staff such as janitors, housekeeping, and security. Mm -hmm. Which no that's maintenance. Well, I mean, janitor is part maintenance. Janitor is not maintenance, but maintain. yeah, that that's a that's a big <laughs> well, misconception. Maintenance people fix shit. <laughs> Right, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's too different. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, if it makes you guys feel any better, um, I I give our uh, our guy who comes and fixes our refrigeration. Um, usually I give him a cigarette. Um, but uh, sometimes <laughs> I give him a cup of coffee. Would you hire a <laughs> maid to be your dentist? Depends on how good she looks oh. in the uniform. <laughs> he just has nothing to say. <laughs> like. You don't hire someone to clean that uses heavy tools. Like, that don't make no sense. What the hell are you dusting with, Don? A monkey wrench. But, but exactly. hopefully in Starbucks, I'll give him the benefit. i give him the benefit. Maybe it was a typo. Somebody forgot to list them. That's normal. That's oh, a person. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I'm sure they're included, and it doesn't really matter to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's still not going to drink that shit coffee. But <laughs> we don't drink Starbucks, remember? I, yeah, I, I just like I just <laughs> like to point out when they're not listed, and that. And you're right. I'm not going to drink Starbucks shit coffee. <laughs> I just want to be included. <laughs> right. Well, right. <laughs> well, you guys. I have a coffee bean grinder here, and I grind coffee fresh, so I don't mess with Starbucks either. Um, but if they're trying to help the community out wherever they are, uh, that's that's good. No, Hopefully absolutely. Not. That's great. Absolutely. That's so why I say I give kudos to them, even though I can't stand the company. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got a little Mr. Coffee grinder that I have in the basement here, and then we got the big one from Reinhardt that's upstairs and, and next to the big bun coffee maker. Um, and I got a warming plate right here, so I always got fresh coffee down here in the sound room hanging out. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm big on my coffee, but I don't really care for Starbucks either. Sorry, Starbucks, but hey, at least you're trying to move in the right direction. With people. Fuck, I gotta be, I gotta be real. Hanging out with all these musicians, I want to fucking do a song. <laughs> you should. I totally want to fucking like a song about Starbucks coffee. Yeah, we could, we could, we could do a song about how shitty Starbucks is. We'll call it. Uh, we'll call it. You, you know, yeah, you love your burn. Starbucks, but I prefer Dunkin'. <laughs> no, the problem with Starbucks is they don't put caffeine in their coffee. I'm telling you, all that's, their coffee is part decaf. That's like fucking with a condom on. What's the point? Well, I know, but decaf also has a different flavor. It doesn't taste good. 
Their coffee, I, I don't know about decaf. I don't know about decaf. Brown water. I don't know about decaf, but, uh, you know, the last time <laughs> yeah. I had Starbucks coffee, it tasted like a pot of coffee that's been on the burner for the last three days. Like, it, just, it was burnt yep. rubber. <laughs> it was horrible. Definitely strong. Yeah. I like their egg bites. That's the only thing I really like at Starbucks. They're delicious. Right. I used to I like. I haven't uh, tried well, one, but oh. I have Boyers right by me. So why would I need to go anywhere else? I have a Boyers. I like the exit ramp yeah. in their right. driveway. Like bird down. Yeah, you just put one in your mouth, Serenity. You'll love it. <laughs> I think I used that exact same line to her before. <laughs> <laughs> I would take Boyer's over Starbucks any day of the week. I wish they had Boyer's in Michigan. And it's like half the price. Didn't you say they burned out? No, they did, but they have a... Yeah, they're rebuilding, and they have a little, like, stand. They have two stands out front where you can buy their coffee because they're roasting again, or they brew it for you, and they have, like, a little... Like, they're making it work. Good, good. Okay, cool. So the rebuilding. But it did burn down. Yeah. Yeah. That was was one of the things I did about Colorado was the coffee. I liked Boyers. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, as other things, I was looking around for some positive things here. Um, Americans reveal how they are staying positive in 2020 with 66% agreeing their communities are closer than ever. Um. Let's see, eight and ten Americans in a new poll said they were desperate to hear some positive news in the remainder of 2020 and believe the constant stream of bad news has taken a toll. Survey asked 2,000 Americans nationwide about how they've coped with the stress of the year. Uh, the good, good news is that seven in ten respondents have had made it a priority to do something positive every day as the quarantine continues. The top goal shared by 43% of the respondents is just to make at least one person smile every day. 34% are trying to make someone laugh daily and to make it priority to share positive news with their loved ones. And when respondents need some cheering up themselves, their recipe is turning on the favorite movie, uh, 46%, and eating their favorite snacks, 43%. Uh, 43% of respondents also go for a walk. Uh, four in 10 respondents call a friend and 38% snuggle up with their pet. A quarter of respondents also shared that they sing in the shower or a pick me up and 19% have a solo dance party to get in better spirits. How is, uh, I, I, um, as a person who sings in the shower all the time, even before the pandemic, how, how is that? different from normality in in the pandemic like i'm not trying to pick on on what your article is but i'm just like you know snuggling with a pet singing in the shower it's like don't didn't people do that before the pandemic no that's what they do for a pick-me-up oh okay yeah like maybe you always sang in the shower but like you also went out and hung out with your friends so it wasn't like your thing to do to cheer yourself up like i have (laughs) I have a shower mix, but I have like an old one and a new one. And the new one is more like, yeah, it's more upbeat and positive than the old one. Right. 
singing in the what? shower. I think everybody kind of sings in the shower or something. What is your What is your mainstay band for in the shower? Like for me, it's Nine Inch Nails. If I'm not listening to a podcast, I'm listening to Nine Inch Nails while I'm lathering up. Yeah. So, <laughs> what What are your guys' choices? Uh, I, I, I sing Garth Brooks. Nice. <laughs> I listen to KBPI and I heart radio. <laughs> I don't think it's anyone's damn business. <laughs> She's listening to Umbop Why by Hanson. <laughs> She's listening to Umbop no, by Hanson. What are you singing? What are you singing, Serenity? <laughs> um, lately it's been this song called Raw, or this band called Raw. I can't remember the name of the song. But it's this old school band named Raw. Right. I only take band. like a two minute shower because I. Yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of raw, and then <laughs> two, two minute shower uh, means blood her and tears. <laughs> Sing, I don't know. Uh, two minute shower. She's 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 listening to speed I'm, I'm metal. I'm actually going to my shower. <laughs> <laughs> Do us a favor. Take your shower for like seven minutes. <laughs> seven minute shower there you go just get guns of roses november rain and don't get out until the there with me <laughs> just get guns of roses november rain oh, and don't get out until the kid. final <laughs> fucking guitar uh guitar <laughs> lick <laughs> no i see you understand. like all my friends that have kids they tell me that in the bathroom that's the only private time they ever have <laughs> and they cherish it right <laughs> When I had so kids, like two minutes true, in the shower, but... when I had kids, the only time I got okay, privacy so is when I. Do you call my name? <laughs> the only time I got privacy was to sit oh, down yeah. and take a awesome shit, and call. I would read a book because it's the only time I would actually get a chance to read a book. <laughs> right. Read so a book in the shower. I did. Oh, no, man, not in the shower. Amazon. No, not not in the shower. Taking a shit. Now, unfortunately, it became a terrible habit because, you know, uh, the shit would take five uh, minutes, but I didn't want to end. Don't, don't. Yeah, it takes forever in the bathroom. Don't but, take a shit in the shower. But. <laughs> don't do that. Well, no, I handled it. I installed a I fucking. He's one of those extreme cheapskates that thinks that it's all one place. Dude, I, I handled it. I handled it. I, I took care of the drain clogging because I installed a fucking like under the sink uh, garbage disposal to, to, make, to the bottom. Make, <laughs> always, oh. always make sure you wash your hands after you handle it, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's I don't know you were thinking about it. Shiza! Sounds like something to think about. Yeah, it's with somebody else's shower, maybe. There you go. <laughs> All right, if you're out of town, what the hell? But you know, that's why I can't go back to certain motels. Okay, I'm gonna just check here. Okay, my, I'm gonna rephrase it. Okay, it's a five minute and twenty one second song, so I'm I'm getting a few minutes in the shower. There you go. <laughs> I'm actually doing well, pretty good. good. All right. <laughs> right. That's just your right. hair, though, woman. What about your butt? <laughs> You guys, you oh, guys I take don't, a body shower like twice a day. You guys don't cry in the shower like normal people? <laughs> no. What the fuck is wrong with you? Because nobody can see your tears during the rinse it's cycle. Sad. It's my time out. I just climb in the dishwasher like once a week and close the lid and hit the button. <laughs> and have a good cry. <laughs> and have a good cry <laughs> during the spin cycle. 
No, there's been time. Yeah. Definitely need to play more music. The yeah, they need to have the shower. <laughs> Jeez. I don't want them talking about the shower anymore. That's for sure. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. What, of crying in the shower? <laughs> if, I, if, I'm, if I'm going to bring anything have... in the shower that plugs in, it's going to be a toaster. <laughs> She's going to have nightmares of okay, crying so in the shower while the garbage disposal is clogged. <laughs> the nightmares I'm going to have are a combination of a golden ticket and a shower, which is going to turn into a golden shower. And I'm so terrified. <laughs> There's no golden showers. We, we will sell tickets to yeah. that. That's more the episode of. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Selling tickets to the golden shower. Selling tickets to a golden shower. Okay, it got its new title. Presidential oh, Diaries. I don't know. Yeah, you guys are terrible. What, what, what the calendar anyway. is there? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it, it goes on here. 38% of those surveyed mentioned they donated to a local charity. Uh, uh, to foster positivity, and 28% are finding a safe way to volunteer. Um, conducted by one poll on behalf of Vitamin Angels for uh, Giving Tuesday, the survey included six in ten respondents who said the difficulties of 2020 and COVID have led them to give back to their communities even more. And 66% were in agreement that the communities are closer than they have ever been. Despite the spread of COVID-19, 78% of respondents also said the pandemic has made it more important than ever to give back to their local communities. In fact, 42% of those polled have increased their donations to charities during COVID, saying they have donated to an average of four charities throughout the year, with the average totaling $36 a month. So that's cool. I mean, that know, is... charities are getting more help from this stuff. Um, I guess people can't go to the bar. Might as well spend it on something, right? Well, I mean, it's true. And I mean, in this time, in this day and age, I mean, uh, Don, you, you remember this. When we first ta talked about creating this show, the, the weekly show, we were originally going to do it as a Patreon exclusive for people who donated to, to the Patreon page. But then, you know, full swing kicked in on, on COVID, and we had decided to make it a free uh, a free thing for everybody because we wanted to bring positivity and laughter during the time. So, I mean, every small bit of anything that anybody does helps. I mean, I, I know we're only helping like 20 people right. who listen to our show, but it, it's still something we try to do just to give people, you know, something to do during this time. <laughs> listen to us be idiots. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, those polled are, I, I know that a lot of people have helped. Yeah, like a lot of people are helping out. Like there's food kitchens. There's still a lot of churches that are giving food away by the box to anyone who comes. Like there are schools. I know that schools are giving the kids food. So. Yeah, except for here yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah, there's, no, there's a lot going on with donations. You know what, that that, that, that right, brings up yeah. something that makes no yeah. sense to me personally. You know, like here in Philadelphia, our governor closed down this city again. This city, Philadelphia. You can't go to restaurants, you can't go to bars, you can't go to school. You know, stuff like that because of the spike in COVID. But the county over in Bucks County or in Montgomery County, no such lockdown. We're all in the same state. How, how is it only here that spiked? Higher population? Not really. Yeah. yeah. 
more numbers. More people travel yeah. on the same thing. Uh, mostly more people they can count. Hmm. I don't agree, but at the same well, time, whatever. Nah, I'm, I'm no genius. Either way, we're all dealing with it. We're stuck with it. There's nothing we can do about it. Just wait it out, I guess. Um, I don't know. They, but, they shut down almost everything here. There's only yeah, two LA. Actually, LA is going back down on lockdown. Like, actual yep. lockdown. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean, right, I we're not too locked down yet, but LA is going lockdown tonight. I think we're close, close, Michigan will be closed till the, till the uh, 8th, I believe. Yeah, we're down till January. So, Damn. All right. Um, so I don't know how long that's going to be, and then we open back up, and then probably close down again and open back up. And they're still dragging their feet on the stimulus, which doesn't make me happy. But what can you do? You know, politicians take time to do everything. You're not going to hear a shit about the stimulus until until they until all the shit between the uh, presidential election is over, whether Biden gets uh, gets right. the nomination and or it gets proved right. that there was voter fraud and Trump's actually the president. Regardless of the outcome, we're not going to hear shit about that stimulus until this is handled. Right, yeah, because they're not going to vote on anything uh, else. They're going to monopolize anything with that. And yeah. Just wait around. Two sides, vote. same damn coin, guys. Exactly. That's why I'm saying, yeah, like, regardless of uh, regardless of the outcome, until they have a definitive outcome, we're not going to hear shit about that stimulus. <clears throat> right. Yeah. They're going to monopolize all their time, which sucks. But, but either way, at least there's still positive things going on in the world. You know. Right. Um, well, push your governors because Colorado approved a small stimulus for just our state. So push right, your governors yeah, to do something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully some good stuff comes out there for you people that are suffering right now and need some stimulus. Um, Problem is, is everybody's suffering yeah, and the uh, people, see, the people so that are suffering, the, the people that are suffering the worst are small yeah, businesses. There's a lot of small businesses yeah, small around, business. around, yeah. around where we are, where they're, they're closed permanently. They couldn't, they couldn't weather this. You know, and it's a damn shame. Well, who can weather eight months of being shut down and restricted? Oh, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, p- places like Walmart and Target or, or main main uh, grocery chains that got marked essential and opened through this whole entire thing, they're not hurting. They're not hurting in any way, shape, or form. But the mom and pop shop, you're seeing a lot of, you know, closed forever signs because they just, they, they didn't have the, the uh, economic ability to, to handle this. Uh, but... Just uh, to let everybody know, Don Smith is uh, got to get out of here. Uh, so real quick, Don, why don't you tell everybody about the Life Radio and where they can find it. You can find me all over the place. You can go to thelife1069.com. You can find my link tree with links to just about every podcast, to every about everywhere you can find podcasts. We just finally uh, got accepted after like months and months we get we are now on pandora so you can find us there as well you can also follow me on uh, facebook the life 1069 you can also follow me on twitter at don smith comedy i'm 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 everywhere hey have a good night it's been great talking to you guys uh, we'll, we'll see you next week yeah see you next week i'm glad to hear that you got pandora yeah. the, the hardest one that we had when we started this uh pandora was relatively quick it was iHeartRadio we battled the most with to get on I had no problem with my heart radio. Through Pandora. All right. Cool. We'll see you. Right on. Have Sorry. a good night, Don. 
Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead with the conversation. I, I I apologize. I just wanted to give him a chance to be able to shout out his show before we left. <laughs> right, right. All right. So half of those polled also are donating to charities that are currently addressing um, COVID nineteen, uh, with eighty seven percent of whom saying they're more likely to support causes that are specifically helping women and children impacted by the pandemic. Over half of respondents. 57% also plan to increase their planned holiday donations because of the impact on COVID. Um, communities in the U.S. and around the world are already vulnerable before COVID-19, and now is a time when they need us most, um, said Howard Schiffer, a vitamin angel founder and president. Eight in 10 Americans say positive memories have been a lifetime or lifeline during the pandemic. Right now, we have an opportunity to become together and make what has been one of the hardest years in our lives and turn it into one of our best actions to help the most vulnerable in our and as a response to the new year uh three quarters are hoping to start off fresh and start positively as much as they can with another eight and ten hoping others will do the same uh the top goal to share positivity in 2021 included having a more positive outlook on life 52% trying not to focus on the negative things in life so much 50%. Well, I can agree with that. I can, I, yeah, you know, I, you, I, I can get on that because uh, like on a personal experience, you know, with, with a lot of this lock in this shut in and everything else, a lot of, a lot of what has helped me go through is reconnecting with a lot of people that I haven't spoken to in a long time and, and sharing old memories and stuff like that. Like, uh, Serenity and I have had numerous conversations of the good old days. Uh, Mike and I have had conversations of the good old days. Those are really kind of the things that have helped, uh, myself keep my, what's left of my sanity. So yeah, I would definitely agree with that, that, that reconnecting and, and reminiscing about better times is, is definitely a lifeline during this. Mm. Right. I agree. Right. I teach, so I get to see positive growth every single day. And yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm blessed in the fact that my life hasn't really changed a whole lot during this pandemic um, because I still get to continue to give back every single day. And I get those positive vibes when my students understand what I'm trying to teach them so i wish more people had these oppor the same opportunities well i mean it, it, it sometimes it's I just the agree. i i feel very blessed to know you because you have been a positive light during all this because you do always have good news almost i think i think one of the hardest things to go through with this thing uh really is like a lot of the simpler things that you kind of took for granted like one of i as silly as it sounds, I miss sitting inside a Dunkin' Donuts drinking a cup of coffee. It sounds stupid, but I miss it. Right? You know what I mean? And I, I think it literally is just yeah, because of the simple fact. Going over to a few friends' house, yeah. You know, I, I really think it's because of the fact yeah, that it's, I'm not allowed to do it now. More than anything right, else. Yeah, yeah. I used to have team lottery with my teammates and go and play darts every week. And I can't do that right now because all the bars are shut down. So this cool. Oh yeah, going so going bumps me out because I'm guys. You're right. Going to karaoke on a Friday night on the weekend. I don't have my kids. 
(laughs) simple shit like that that really has like no major effect on my on my life and my world but the fact that i can't do it makes me miss it you can come to my house you can sing karaoke on my sound system. There you go. You're welcome. Yeah, anytime. she's got this set up. <laughs> we'll do a little I Ready love rock and roll. <laughs> Where does everybody live? I am in the shitty state of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Oh, but isn't that the city of brotherly love? <laughs> That's what it says on the bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> It once was. It ain't no uh, more. I'm from Upper Michigan. Well, I still love you guys. <laughs> it's funny. Serenity will tell you when I first moved from Philadelphia I, I to Colorado. Know. After a long night. Serenity, <laughs> Serenity will tell you after, when I moved from Philadelphia to Colorado, all the time I spent out in Colorado, all I bitched about is I wanted to come home to Philly. I come home to Philly, and the only thing I want to do is get the fuck out of this goddamn state. <laughs> that makes I sense. I told you. <laughs> right. Yeah, I live in the Upper Peninsula. Oh, that here, is a nice place to live, up for sure. It, it certainly is. I, I went there for a year, um, and I loved Colorado. I loved Denver and Golden, where I was at, and all my buddies. And I, I actually plan on getting back out there, hopefully, um our own tax time maybe i can afford it um and we'll see what happens where are but, you at um, now i'm in upper michigan, michigan. Up in the northern woods kind of on the border almost of uh, canada see that that's Ooh. see that's kind of what i would want to like if i move back for sake of argument if i move back to colorado i wouldn't want to go back to the springs or or denver i i would want to go out i i, I want to live where my next door neighbors are the cows again like like I did when I first moved out out in Ellicott. Like Cal- you, Calhan, yeah. Come stay with me. There's a bar right there. <laughs> we used to go to rodeos out there when I was in high school. I'd be I'd be down I'd be down for that. Just I'm done with the city scene for a while. <laughs> let me let me live on a ranch. <laughs> I want to go back to Marina Del Rey. I want to go back to the beach. That's all I want to do. I don't even get I'm to do that, that all that much. Pretty affordable up in the mountains. Yeah, yeah I, I like your place cool. though. You have an awesome place. Yeah, I don't get to yeah, do I that all that much either. I'm, I'm an hour, hour and a half drive from from you know Atlantic City and the boardwalks and the beaches, and uh, I don't even get to go out and do that all that much anymore. <laughs> Nobody gets to do that anymore. Well, I mean, even before the pandemic. Right. Well, I. Right. I used to travel more. When I was working pipeline, but uh, doing this this uh, restaurant work I'm doing now, I don't move around as much. He lays pipe. <laughs> he lays pipe. <laughs> well, no, I didn't lay pipe. That's I a joke waiting to happen. <laughs> Monkey pianist. <laughs> I'm from Alaska originally. They pay really well up there well, for that. I have a buddy who was my they rhythm really guitarist. Well for a lot up there. I had a buddy who was my rhythm guitarist in my last band who was born and raised in Anchorage. And uh, after the band split up, he went into the army. After he got out of the army, four years he did four years in the army. When he got out, he went back. He, he's back up there right now. He loves it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's pretty up there. Our drummer lived in Sitka for six years, and I was born in Alaska. I was only up there until I was about five or six, but we go back every couple of years because all my cousins are still up there. I love it. I would love to go. Yeah, I want to go. We're going to go in August. Well, I might be joining you. <laughs> Join me. <laughs> Set up all of my radio interviews. I'll go. Oh, I would totally do that. I'll go, but only because I want to I actually test myself <laughs> on the deadliest catch. I want to join a fucking crabbing boat. <laughs> I want to do a king oh. crab season. Oh, gosh. You should. My There's cousin just did a big halibut catch. They make money on that. On that. They're like a Themselves. king crab season, two months, they come back with like 60 grand in their pocket. I'm down with that, man. Give me one season of King Crab. I'll sit out my ass the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still get in the pipeline. I'm willing to do that. I'm a great swimmer. <laughs> they make some money on that shit. I'm watching that show and listening to how much tonnage and how it breaks down and how much each crew member takes home. It's like, fuck, man. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> uh... I can yeah, I can ride the rough sea for three months and then you're off for nine. Yeah, great. Unless I so want to do the. What do you guys plan for this holiday season? Mm. Is everybody going to plan on staying home this holiday season? Nobody's traveling. Well, no yeah. Traveling. I mean, I'll travel to to family's ho- houses here in in Philly, but I'm I'm I know how to stay travel plans now. I'm gonna have my family at our house for Christmas Eve. We usually do Christmas Eve at my parents, but they're a little bit older, and they have canceled it already this year um, as a precaution. Yeah. So we are going to host it instead for my sister and her family and my kids. Are are your parents uh, tech savvy? Yeah, I think that I'm they are. Know. We usually Zoom. We do a Zoom game night. Okay. Oh, fun. Sweet. Sorry, Serenity. What were you about to say? Yeah, what'd you say, Serenity? Oh, I don't... Oh, just that me and my family, we're going to get together, but Hanukkah starts on the 10th. So I have Hanukkah on the 10th, which um, I need to explain to my four-year-old, which is a little bit hard. I need some help, but um, if anyone wants just to Just talk about that, the oil lamps in the temple. That's all you well, that's what I told her, but she just doesn't understand why we can't light all all candles in one night. She doesn't even care about the presents every night. Just just explain to her it's the magic <laughs> of the fact that they were able to have eight nights of light with only one night's worth of oil. One night. Yeah. And so she thinks we should burn them all in one night and give her all the presents. <laughs> She's smart. <laughs> Be like, there's only one night of flame. I can't. It'll be a miracle if we can light the next one. The next night. Oh, yeah, there you go. Just like make it like now. maybe it won't work One this year. Miracle. Make it make it out like maybe it won't work this year. Charity. And only put one candle out at a time. Don't put all the Oh, I haven't put out. it up yet. No, I haven't put it up yet. Okay. I just <laughs> Did read her a Hanukkah, Christmas like a Hanukkah book. Fuck oh, no, yeah, I haven't even started. I haven't even started. Yeah, I... <laughs> oh, damn. Me neither. Yeah, I'm, I got everything up. Man, I'm a, my house is fully decked up. Yeah, I'm 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 totally fucking well, sc- Ebenezer Scrooge right now. I haven't yeah haven't even pulled the shit out of the garage. 
right mm. that's see i gotta tackle the entire restaurant so that's a lot to hang we got lights that go certain places every year and stuff and things like that and then the apartment you know so it's a lot well i mean it's and harder I'm just like dragging my feet on it but i'm I mean, it's it's harder for me to get into the Christmas spirit when you only get to see your kids every other weekend. You know what I mean? Like their their house is all decorated to the nines, and me, it's just like even trying to find the motivation to do it up for them when I don't even get them for the holiday. You know what I mean? So it's like I I, I don't know. It's 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 with the between the pandemic and 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 being a divorced father, it's just hard to get into the spirit. Uh, right, right. I, well, I, hey, I got I got an idea. You know, why don't we all look around and see if we can find silly Christmas hats and take pictures of ourselves in silly Christmas hats that we can put like a slideshow together for the Christmas, uh, Christmas uh, season coming upon us. I don't. I don't have to go do looking for any. I've got them in my I closet. Silly Christmas pictures. So that way, we got some silly stuff to put in with our podcast stuff. So, in other words, it, well, we you know, uh, if next uh, week if I we go if next week we go live camera on Zoom, we could start it next week and have everybody wear the hats live on air. <laughs> well, not live because we it's pretty. Okay, cool. we, we could do a Christmas episode. Maybe we yeah. can put together a, a slideshow of silly pictures, Christmas stuff, us doing wacky shit you know what like older pictures from like family and and stuff like that i could do that i've got plenty of shit i can we drink eggnog oh god that's like swallowing cum no thank you you have well no but i can picture that it's like swallowing rum like swallowing rum yeah cum flavored rum you used the wrong consonant time flies when you're having rum <laughs> oh, so Why is the rum always gone? I'll have some. I love rum. <laughs> yeah, so look around. I love if, if you go to Walmart or Meyer and find a funny Christmas hat we can wear, let's have some fun with this. I know I got like two or three floating around in the basement here. As soon as I start digging through it. Yeah, I've got a. I've got like a super brown furry Santa Claus. Try to get us in the Christmas spirit. I've got Santa Claus hats. I've got the Santa Claus outfit. I'll dress I up as Santa. Amazon. I'll see what I can do. I have Amazon. Right. <laughs> for the for the week for the right. week that is Christmas for the show the week before Christmas that that weekend before Christmas, I'll actually put on the Santa outfit and broadcast in the Santa outfit because I do have a Santa Claus suit. I bought it for my for when my daughter was born. All I right. dress up as Christmas uh, as as Santa oh, Claus no, every year. Cool. He's gonna torture us. I'm telling you. Okay, it's a deal. <laughs> All right, let's I'll do something. Let's make some fun stuff for Christmas here. You know, get our uh, listeners' uh, blood boiling or pumping and pumping. Christmas songs, Christmas themed songs. I have a, I have a question. No Are Christmas we... songs. No, no. <laughs> What's your question? I don't know. Donald have an antler coming out. Are we still somewhere. recording? Yes, we are. We haven't gone the outro yet. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, I'm making noise. I, I just didn't know. No, I was. I just didn't know if we were still recording or not. Yeah, we're still recording. I'm we haven't. Go out, smoke a cigarette, talk to you, and and then we could finish it up. I'm still here, by the way. 
Well, but we I could we could finish it up. I like to walk through my living room to my daughter. We've got it. We got a good chance to finish it up now. Um, I'll let you guys if you want to give out yeah, uh, ways to, to for for the fans to contact you if they have any questions, concerns, maybe want to know more about your guys's music or your your shows or your 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 other stuff. Uh, new person first. Go ahead, uh, Melissa. Tell everybody where they can find you if you if they want to get in contact with you. If you want to get in contact with me, you can contact me through my website at nordicdaughter.com. Feel free to listen to some music or check out our bio along the way. And we would love to hear from you. Tell us what you like. Tell us who you are. And Mr. Colin Washburn. Hey, you can get a hold of me on Facebook. Um, get a hold of me on YouTube. You can send me an email if you like. Uh, it's Colin with a K, Colin Washburn at gmail.com. If you got anything funny stories about Christmas you want to share with us, you can drop them there. Um, or if you just got something inspiring, you want to help uplift our uh, panel and say something positive and give us a good story, uh, hit me up. Thanks. And last but certainly not least, Miss Serenity Stone. Um. You can find me at vinylprofitrecords at gmail.com, and that's profit with a P-H, not the money sign. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, guys, here's a Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you hit that thumbs-up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you prefer them in audio-only format, just check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. And, of course, we can be found on all the social medias. Again, just look up Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Until then, guys, we will catch you next week for some more Breaking the Fourth Wall. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Hey, what's up? This is Christopher Stolle of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. The podcast you are listening to is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com. That's s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and information on those shows, as well as information and ability to contact publicist Steve Joyner for more information. Just go to the website and check out the family. Ladies and gentlemen, until then, enjoy the show.